Hello Cryptonauts, today is September 20th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright Cryptonauts, first reminder we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you want to collaborate on my podcast you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 hmm, top yield farming coins by market capitalization. Because that's a big thing right? Right? DeFi, DeFi, it's a big thing right now. It's big. So let's check it out. Let's see what's going on in the market. Top yield farming coins by market capitalization. Starting off with Yearn Finance. With a market, we're doing market cap, okay? So market cap of $822.1 billion. Second place, Uniswap with $651 million. Third place, Synthetics Network Token with $491 million. Fourth place, Compound with $480.7 million. Fifth place, YUSD with $272.7 million. Sixth place, Sushi with $169 million. Seventh place, Balancer with $138.4 million. Eighth place, DeFi Money with 136.3 million dollars uh, ninth place curve dow token with 76.9 million dollars tenth place yam v2 with 76.3 million dollars all right cryptonauts that is your top 10 top yield farming coins by market capitalization your overall total market cap is at 353 point let me slow that down billion dollars down by 0.7 percent all right let's get started with your crypto news of the day all right cryptonauts second reminder we are using decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as coingecko.com to get our daily stats don't forget to collect your daily candies with that said, first news coming in from Alexander Beckrans. Bitcoin's average transaction value returns to 2017 levels. As the bull run continues, the average value of Bitcoin transaction is at its highest level in over a year, and active addresses have sustained levels close to all-time highs. The average value of Bitcoin sent in a single transaction has reached its highest level more than a year, hitting a peak of more than $129,000 on September 17th, according to blockchain data provider BitInfo Charts. The last time Bitcoin's average transaction value rose above $121,000 was in August 2019, when one or few massive transactions pushed the total to more than $812,000 on average. And that was an, an anomaly. The average cost of a Bitcoin transaction hasn't been that high since late 2017, when Bitcoin's price hit its all-time price of just below $20,000. The latest rise is a sign of sustained high-end activity on blockchain, uh, Bitcoin blockchain. Coinciding with this, 
other crypto networks are seeing their own record-breaking activity. A surge of activity, the number of Bitcoin uh, active addresses, i.e. the number of unique addresses sending and receiving transactions each day are also at their highest level since late 2017. Active addresses have averaged around 850,000 transactions per day since last week of August. In late 2017, when Bitcoin hit an all-time uh, high price daily, active Bitcoin address averaged close to 1 million. Wow. Bitcoin trading on the rise. Ethereum-based DeFi applications decentralized vision, uh, versions of the financial uh, services like loan providers and interest-bearing interest products backed by crypto have attracted much of the attention within the crypto ecosystem in 2020, but Bitcoin hasn't been left behind. Bitcoin's future trading has reached record levels on some exchanges, and the number of Bitcoin ATMs installed around the globe recently crossed the 10,000 mark. DeFi may be still in the show, but Bitcoin network stats reveal that the original crypto asset is unlikely to be left behind. Alright, next news. Written by Alexander Behrens. How MicroStrategy CEO went from Bitcoin basher to $425 million buy. Bitcoin gains more supporters every day, but MicroStrategy CEO Michael Saylor's decision to convert $425 million of cash to digital gold may be part of one of the biggest volley faces in crypto history. Volley faces? Volta faces. Volti faces. Hmm. I don't know what that is. Volti faces? Okay. Volti faces. In crypto history. So why did he change his mind? MicroStrategy, a business intelligence consulting firm, made headlines when it brought up hundreds of millions of dollars worth when it bought up hundreds of millions of dollars worth of Bitcoin in August and September. This investment reflects our behalf that Bitcoin, as the as the world's most widely adopted cryptocurrency, is a dependable store of value and an attractive investment asset with more long-term appreciation potential than holding cash," said Saylor in an August press release uh, release announcing the initial purchase of $250 million worth of BTC. But Saylor wasn't always so supportive of the world's first cryptocurrency. In December 2013, he tweeted that Bitcoin's days were numbered and were and would go to the way of online gambling, compete or regulated out of existence. Online gambling, of course, is still alive and well, valued at more than $53 billion in 2019, and Bitcoin is up more than 15 times since Sailor's 2013 tweet. So, what? So, <laughs> oh man. That's, that's a slap in the face, right? He should have he should have got in. Instead of, instead of saying anything, he should have just put a little token in there, and he would have came up 50 next. But he did, he expect, 2013? Oh man, he knew early on. He knew he should have got in. Man, I wish I would have got it. 2013. So, what was it that Sailor made? Oh, so what was it that made Sailor so confident at the time that Bitcoin could never succeed? Was it the Mt. Gox cryptocurrency exchange hack of about 740,000 BTC? Could it have been the December 2013 policy release from the Chinese government outlining the risk of Bitcoin for its citizens? As it turns out, none of the above. I literally forgot I ever said that, Sailor told Anthony Pompliano, the Pomp Podcast, on September 16th. Sailor explained he had no recollection of making the bearish tweet until it was brought to his attention by enterprising Bitcoiners. Oh, man. 
Oh man, you gotta hate, you gotta hate tweet uh, Twitter for that, man. Um, they'll find, they'll find anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bitcoiner sorting, sorting through his old tweets following his announcements of MicroStrategy's spending spree. Okay, so here it is. Let's see. Um, on September 14th, MicroStrategy completed its acquisition of 16,796 additional Bitcoins at an aggregated purchase of $175 million. Today, we have purchased a total of 38,250 Bitcoin at an aggregated purchase of $425 million inclusive of fees and expenses okay and the podcast sailor also shed more light in the rational rationale behind putting a majority of microstrategies idle assets into bitcoin he said it was the ultimate inflation hedge and asserted that bitcoin was 1000x better than gold in his role 1000x 1000 times better than gold in that role Sailor told Pompiano he posted more freely freely on Twitter in 2013. These days, he tweets about MicroStrategy and its research. Bitcoin's rise price led uh, has led Sailor back to crypto. Oh man, there's always gonna be somebody. Be careful what you post. There you go. Lesson learned. <laughs> oh man. Uh, next news written by who's this? This is a new person. Portal Portal do Bitcoin. Portal do Bitcoin. How Cubans are using Bitcoin to skirt U.S. trade embargo. Cryptocurrencies are a way to be a little more integrated into the globalized world, said Erich Garcia Cruz, a Cuban resident who uses YouTube to teach locals how to use Bitcoin to to skirt government restrictions and the U.S. trade embargo. The Cuban government's curb in, uh, internet access and the U.S. trade embargo restricts imports. Cruz creator of the Bachacuano channel thinks that Bitcoin could help Cubans get around the roadblocks. For six months, the 33-year-old Havanian has been teaching his 20,000 followers how to buy Bitcoin and jump into the throgs of global markets. I believe that cryptocurrency are a magnificent solution to thousands of current problems in Cuba. That's why we want to teach and give the best way to use them to solve our daily problems at all costs. The influencer told Portal Portal Duke Bitcoin. Portal do Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. How about that? Portal do Bitcoin. The two market flows in Cuba. Cruz says the market for technology products is completely controlled by the state and is limited to state-owned stores. High-tech products only arrive when citizens, family members, or tourists bring products, usually from the U.S. of A. On commercial flights, these products are sold through informal networks. That's how Cruz buys equipment that he presents on his channel. Cubans also don't have access to credit or debit cards. Cruz only managed to access the money he made from his YouTube channel when when a close family member who lives in the U.S. shipped goods to Cuba. Cruz says that that COVID-19 pandemic has seriously affected these informal trade markets, which is depressed at the moment. As there are no commercial flights, demand grew, but supply became chaotic. Cryptocurrencies as as a solution. That's when Bitcoin comes in. It allows Cubans to participate in the global economy without relying on informal markets. For Cruz, Bitcoin provides provided financial freedom and greater control of the money he earns. That is why we are looking for solutions that allow Cubans, for example, to buy cryptocurrencies 
trade them in international markets for other currencies and operate with them, he says. Cruz wants to teach his followers how to use cryptocurrencies for transactions. He also wants them to he also he also wants to want them mm, he also wants to want them about mm, he also wants to warn them how about that he also wants to warn them about many pyramid schemes and scams that seeks to attract the uninformed buying Bitcoin in Cuba six months ago Cruz posted his first video on Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies he starts to teach his followers how to buy Bitcoin from Cuba Cruz demonstrates that Cubans must buy cryptocurrencies from people who buy the coins from abroad or have relatives to do so. If Cubans don't have any friends or relatives willing to buy or sell Bitcoin on their behalf, behalf Cruz said that groups on WhatsApp, Telegram, and web platforms make it easy for buyers to find sellers. Thanks to cryptocurrencies, Cubans can make purchases on major international sites and subscribe to digital services such as Amazon and Netflix. However, because all of this relies on informal networks, cryptocurrency is usually sold above market rates. But since it's the only way for Cubans to buy Bitcoin, they don't have many other options. Oof, okay. Next news. Written by Decrypt staff. Uni drops 30%, but crypto locked in Uni nears $2 billion. Uni, the governance token of decentralized exchange Uniswap, fell by 30% overnight from its all-time high of $7.37 to its current price of $5.13. Trading volume for the coin also collapsed from yesterday's daily average of $60 billion to $2.2 billion today. But while its token falls in price, business on Uniswap is better than ever. The token which launched on Wednesday is the latest high-profile governance coin minted by decentralized finance protocol. Uniswap is an automated market maker, meaning it facilitates token swaps. To swap, say, ETH for Uni, one can draw upon the reserves of the pairing provided by other users. Uni soared in price shortly after launching from $1 on Thursday to its peak of $7.37 on Saturday. Major exchanges among them, uh, among them Coinbase, Binance, and Bitfinex listed the tokens, but Uni's pump wasn't wasn't to last though just four days into trading no conclusions can be drawn about the coin's fate the coin is a repost to SushiSwap a clone of Uniswap that launched its own governance token Sushi like Uni Sushi is earned from using the protocol SushiSwap took the business away from Uniswap so Uniswap minted its own governance token <laughs> So far, the plan has worked. On September 17th, the day after launch day, customers had locked in $748 million worth of cryptocurrency in Uniswap's smart contracts, according to DeFi Pulse. Now, the $1.93 billion is locked up in its smart contracts. Meanwhile, the other amount of crypto locked in SushiSwap has declined from its peak of $1.42 billion on September 12th to $516 million today. Wow! So your own game backfired on you, right? So SushiSwap copied Uniswap, and on top of that, they Sushi said, "Hey, we're also gonna incentivize you by giving you some some sushi, right?" Well, Uniswap didn't like that so much. They said, "You know what? We can do better than you. We're gonna make Uni. We're gonna make our own coin." They started to put their shades on and said, "Now what? What are you gonna do now?" So now let's see what's what's gonna happen next week with Sushi. What are they gonna come up with next? Next news. Written by 
Xuaokong. Why China's central exchange DeFi offerings seem half-baked. Two types of DeFi players emerged in China during the past few weeks. The OGs who are busy claiming airdropped uni tokens, the governance tokens of Uniswap, and the newbies who are scratching their heads trying to get in the game but can't because of high gas fees or lack of know-how. For the new, for the newbies, centralized the same sec, uh, CEX are natural saviors. Indeed, there are three exchanges that serve Chinese investors. Binance, Huobi, and OKX have listed DeFi tokens and launched their own DeFi farming schemes. Binance even launched a $100 million fund to lure DeFipreneurs to build on its Binance Smart Chain, BSC. This week's The Bing looks into what decentralized exchanges, especially Binance, have been cooking in its DeFi banquet. Who have they fed? And are their customers happy with their menu? Food Fight, Burger, Tuna, and Bakery. Just like the Yam, Sushi, Pickle, Saki, uh, Sake, Sake, Saki, Sake, Saki, Kimchi, and Carrots of the World, Finance's DeFi play, plays have also followed the same storyline. Food tokens plus anonymous teams. The only difference is that rather than deploying the project on Ethereum, all projects are deployed on Binance's smart chain. One would think that with CEO Che Peng Sao, influencers Binance DeFi products would at least outperform that of TronFi. But the reality is different. Among the three major tokens launched, BakerySwap and Automated Market Making, AMM, DEX built on the Binance Smart Chain was the first to cause a commotion. It has caused quite a stir, CZ tweeted at the outset. Yet the situation deteriorated faster than a hot baguette gets cold when bakery swap first went online. It's APY sort to what? It's APY sort. Hold on a second, that's too many numbers. How much? Get out of here. Get out of here. Okay, I'm gonna read this number to you. Okay, this is if you want, you can read this yourself. Uh, when Bakery Swap first went online, its APY soared to one million four hundred and fifty-seven thousand three hundred and forty-nine point fifty-eight percent. Kaboom! Crazy, but a mere hour later, it sank to 400%, a 99% drop. Many users lost 90% of their investments. And guess what? CZ deleted his initial tweet. Bakery swaps. Token Baker remains untrackable on Coin Metric, uh, Coin Market Cap. Binance's latest acquisition, which happens to rank Binance as a number one exchange. Compared to Binance's copycat strategy, Huobi focused on building its H token series HBTC, HDOT, HBCH, and HLTC, an array of these assets issued on Ethereum. In other words, Huobi did not try to produce its own DeFi projects, but instead made it easier for consumers to connect to the Ethereum-based DeFi protocol serving as a bridge between the centralized and decentralized world, is how 
Sherilyn Wu, who will be CIO and head of its DeFi Labs, described it. OKX's DeFi strategy is centered more on trading. For example, when Uniswap launched its unique governance token, OKX went above and beyond by offering trading options such as margin trading, swaps, and perpetual swaps. What went wrong? How long is this? This is actually really long. Whoa, this is really long. I'm not going to read all this. We're going to skip some of this. I'm just going to read a couple sections here. Okay, what went wrong? It's not fair to pin the token crash on all on Binance. As new DeFi means continue to pop up every day, investors have the span of Nats. Even uh, even the once glorious Swoosh Shop has gone low after its recent successful scandals. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, top three of the things that happened in China last week. Bitmain's drama still running. It's ironic how Bitmain's dra uh, drama could be solved by simply registering the company's official chairperson on the blockchain so no one can secretly alter it and stay to coup. The latest development saw Jian Wu regain control of the company as evidenced by China's official registration records which showed Wu as a legal representative and an executive director of Beijing Bitmain Technology. Wu's rival, Mikrizan, is rumored to have left the Beijing office along with his followers. Just like any drama that has gone on for too long, the audience will soon lose interest in following who will replace whom and the, uh, the next time. But what, do, but what does concern the public is the impact of their internal struggle. Since Wu has control over the chip's business while Zhang controls the supply chain, neither is willing to work with the other to serve the customer. For miners who are looking for new machines or investors who want to ride the current bull market, getting new rigs could be the first barrier. Okay, let's see. Next news. What was that? Was that number two? What was number two? There it is. Uh, Nervos released DeFi focused roadmap. You know, it's only a matter of time before the public protocols jump to be DeFi native. Ethereum competitor Nervos is no exception. On September 15th, hangs it. Hangzhou-based Nervos organized a community town hall where its founder outlined the blockchain new focus on DeFi. Many familiar terms appeared, AMM, DEX, non-fungible tokens, and oracles. Specifically, Nervos highlighted its compatibility with DEX such as 0x. The team plans to release two DEX by the end of 2020 using its own oracle. At a glance, it seems that Nervos is building its own DeFi infrastructure, according to its founder, John Jane. Uh, CKB's uh, DeFi design will be more complicated, but also more scalable. The experiences will be dif uh, different for developers. Okay, next, new next news. What is that? Number three, a new smart contract programming language becomes BSN's exclusive standard. China's blockchain service services network, BSN, has always aimed big. It plans to integrate with major blockchain in the world and be deployed across major international cities. On September 14th, the network specifically specifically the tech company behind the network, Red Date Technology, announced an agreement to integrate DAML, a smart contract program language, as its exclusive standard for developing dApps on the BSN. Why DAML? The biggest advantage of DAML is its interoperability compared to other programming languages that only work on their own blockchain daml is chain agnostic it's integrated with vmware blockchain corda hyperledger fabric and most importantly webank's 
Fisco BCOS. WeBank is a digital bank incubated by Tencent and it has adopted Fisco BCOS as it as its official enterprise blockchain. Fisco BCOS. Okay. Well, there you go. Alright, Cryptonauts. That is all we have for today. That's it. We're done with we're done with the crypto news of the day. So with that said, there's a few links down below I want you to check out. First, I really want you to join me in the Discord chat. Let's just chat. I, I like to so, so far it's it's awesome. We're just chit chatting um, behind the scenes. Um, there's gonna be a few other people joining my podcast. Hopefully in the in, the, in a couple days here. Um, if everything goes well, we'll have them on uh, on a podcast episode pretty soon. Um, so with that said, there's a few referral links. Uh, one of them, if you want to convert your fiat, your dollars, your yen, your rubles into crypto, I provide two easy solutions. One being Coinbase, one being Gemini. They're ver- the reason I recommend them because they're so easy to use, so easy to get set up and get started. Um, and if you're looking to earn compounded interest on your crypto which means if you deposit Bitcoin if you deposit ethereum if you deposit Litecoin or if you deposit a stable coin you're going to earn that same coin back with interest every single week love it that is on the Celsius network so with that said cryptonauts I'll catch you all on the next one adios